You have tuned into T-Buddies. This is your host, Salah Hadid. In this fourth episode of Friendship Stories series, my friend Melinda joins me to share her experience of friendship before and after she moved to Australia, and we'll be talking about what changed Melinda's perspective on friendship after leaving her home country, her idea of best friendships, and how she goes about the hierarchical nature of her friendships. Brace yourself for that and many more while enjoying your scrumptious evening tea, and thank you once again for listening to Tea Buddies. When I say uh, friendship, what's the first thing, uh, the memory experience that comes to your mind? I would say that I remember like when I was uh, really young, maybe when I was in kindergarten, that mm-hmm. I actually had this friend that it's a very, um, how do I say, it's a very faint memory now, but I can remember that we spoke in Cantonese for some reason. I don't know why, but that's my <laughs> first memory because um actually my first language is um English but um when I was growing up I was learning Cantonese because my parents spoke Cantonese at home mm-hmm. so I remember like the first friend that I actually spoke Cantonese in with with is the girl that I just mentioned to you yeah and I remember like years 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 later like even though we lost contact because we got out of kindergarten already like we graduated but then like I think maybe when we were eight or nine, and then we suddenly just met each other in the supermarket. There's an instant, like, you know, like, spark of, like, oh, you're my friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but that that's really, like, maybe a five-year five gap, maybe, in mm-hmm. between. Because, like, mm-hmm. I think I was in the same class as her when I was four, and then I switched to another kindergarten. So, I kind of lost contact with her since I was four, and then I met her when I was nine or ten. So, Basically, even though after this many, this long period of time, but then there's still this instant spark of like friendship. I would say that that's like really the first memory if you think about it. Like that's the very, you know, no drama, no nothing kind of friendship, <laughs> I would say. Yeah. That, that's very cool. I mean, I always, uh, I, I live half in real world and half in imagination. And that mm-hmm. actually is like one of the things that I have imagined. Like I've, I'm kind of like lost uh, touch with a friend. and All of a sudden, I, I, I see them somewhere in a supermarket or like I'm walking outside. And I'm like, this sounds, this, this looks very familiar. You know, like who is this? That's, that's yeah. very nice, actually. So from there on, uh, let's, let's get into uh, your deliberate uh, uh, experiences of friendship because like in kindergarten in school like uh, you have like a bunch of people you know and like you kind of like automatically uh come become become friend you know like with with mm-hmm. uh with like a few or like one in yeah. specific but from the first time that that you thought like you deliberately uh made effort to make friends with someone uh, what happened mm-hmm. there or like do, do you remember the first time that you deliberately uh, tried to make somebody your friend like what, what were your what, were, what was going on with your mind mm. I would say that um, before I came to Australia when I was back in Malaysia mm. especially when I was back in help I wasn't the one that takes the initiative to mm-hmm. like know someone I would rather people come to me instead because like um it's just me, you know. <laughs> like <laughs> I don't, I don't really go and talk to someone other than you, actually. Yeah, I, I was, I was thinking about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like, if you are talking about really putting a lot of effort into actually trying to know someone, it would, 
I would really consider like the most effort would be when I came to Australia actually because mm. that was one of my major goals when I came to Australia saying that I would actually want to be the one that actually takes the first step to mm. get to know someone rather than waiting for people to come to me. Mm-hmm. So um, what happened was actually I... So the place that I'm currently living in is actually a student accommodation. So basically it's like an apartment, like like Damai. But mm. then um what you do is that this whole entire apartment is just students. Like there are no outsiders that can live in it. Mm-hmm. So we call this a student accom. So um when I first moved in, I moved in in a six-bedroom apartment, meaning that we share a whole unit. So there are six bedrooms in one unit. And then after that, when I moved in, there was this one girl that was always missing. But I know that there are more people that, uh, there are more people in this house, like in this unit. It's just that I only see this one girl, but she was always MIA. And then I knew that uh, because I was in room four, and then I knew that someone is in room five and six because of the toilets, because we will know like, oh, room one and two is in this toilet, room five and six is this toilet, and I'm room three and four. Like room three and four is, uh, not not occupied at all so I'm the first one and then I saw that oh there, there must be someone living in this house other than that one girl that is MIA and then I waited so after two weeks later I think a week or two weeks later the girl actually came back uh, to Australia from Singapore yeah and I really I think she was really shocked as well because she was like me back in help so she's the one that waits for people to actually approach her first and then she said, like, uh, she told me later on, like, oh, thanks for actually approaching me first, because if you didn't approach me, I wouldn't have approached you as well. Yeah, so <laughs> I think I really made a lot of effort into actually getting to know her as well. And within, I would say, a matter of days, actually, we got really, really close. And we actually studied the same exact course. Mm. And we, we didn't even know. It was just like, oh, why are you studying? It's like, oh psychology and then she's like oh psychology and then from there onwards it's like I feel like that's the that's really the how to say the uh, specialty of actually making the effort to get to know someone because you will actually feel more accomplished knowing like oh we are actually in the same thing you get so excited knowing these little things you know because if you don't actually make the effort then you'll be like oh okay you study psychology okay move mm-hmm. on that kind but if you're the one that is asking this question like 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 really you're yeah, inquisitively asking this question then you'll be very excited that oh my god you're studying psychology mm-hmm. yeah something like that so I feel like when that that's really my experience uh very recent actually just last year when I actually really made the effort to get to know someone and become friends with them so mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. I hope that answers the question I yeah yeah it does it's a it's a very oh, very <laughs> no it's a very interesting point uh honestly uh because I would, I would say I was the same as well, you know, like uh, mm-hmm. you probably know my first friends in, in, in help, like it was all young, you know, like Gabriel. And mm-hmm. these were the people who approached me first. I would never, you know, especially with me coming not from HMC, you know, like from the foundation mm-hmm. background, it was really difficult. Yep. And I saw people in gangs already. I'm like, oh, what am I supposed to do now? Like everybody has their friends, but like, <laughs> you know, but that that's a really... Uh, a great point but like how has things uh, uh changed then like uh, from the time that you decided to uh deliberately you know like take the initiative to uh you know to socialize to to make friends because because i assume that this is not the only uh 
uh, one that that you initiated is it like or probably like you tried the tried the same thing elsewhere I feel like the difference between someone that you actually make efforts to be friends with and and otherwise is that um, you actually invest more time and emotion mm -hmm. because you are the one that actually really wanted to know this person first mm -hmm. so um, I would say like if I was back in help and then like for example someone we, we became friends okay but I'm not the one that approach mm. you first and then later on if our friendship kind of died down I mean like friends come and go so if the friendship kind of died now and then you do your stuff and I do my stuff I won't really feel affected mm. but I feel like um in the few friendships that I actually made the effort to get to know them like when I came to Australia I really invested a lot of time and emotions in them uh, but what I, I'm trying to mean is that I really care about them like times 100,000 <laughs> like I would I would really make the effort to like you know go make food for them and really oh. make sure that they are they are well taken care of like physically and like mentally as well mm -hmm. I tried my best like from my point of view mm -hmm. so yeah I feel like I really I really I will really feel like I will feel how they feel although I'm I'm not in that situation like for example they got scolded or something that I'll be the one I'll be more furious than them like something like that, like you will invest more time and emotion if you're the one that goes and like approach people first and like get to know them first. Yeah, mm -hmm. I would say that that's the difference, mm -hmm. I would say. Well, mm -hmm. What about in terms of like reciprocation? Because because you say when, when it's you who initiated it, you know, like mm -hmm. you tend to invest way more in it uh, than when it's like not you who, who initiate the friendship. Uh, so... Mm -hmm. So would you say it's still uh, well reciprocated when you are the one uh, initiating a friendship? I feel like I, I'm that, that type of person that actually like test the water first. So mm -hmm. I'll be like, hmm, let me see. Like, I, I, I think I choose the friendships that I want to develop really carefully. But like I, don't, I don't see anyone be like, oh, I want to approach you first, but not, not really in that <laughs> way. Actually, even when I came here, there are some people that I don't, I don't bother to go and approach first because... I don't really see how I write with them. But then later on, when we actually, uh, like, okay, what, what I'm trying to say is that um, there are a few that from the very start, when I first saw them, I already wanted to go and talk to them first, which mm -hmm. doesn't happen when I was back in Malaysia. But some people, they are, I don't approach them first, but then later on, when we get to know each other more then I invest more time and emotion with them and in terms of reciprocation it's the same thing where I said like I test waters first so meaning I will try to initiate a conversation but if I think that we don't vibe in the same frequency uh it, it, it sounds a little bit bad that I kind of dropped them <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah no, I mean like it's it's really I feel like I don't see a potential long, longer-term mm -hmm. friendship with this person. Mm -hmm. So it's also good for me to not invest time and effort in you as well. So I feel like I, re I, re I know that I will tre treasure this friendship a lot. But if I see that I don't potentially see you doing the same, then um, we can just remain as a normal kind of friendship. Bye-bye, bye friends. Say. Hi bye or like very general like we just speak about general stuff we don't yeah. talk about like deep stuff deep or whatever stuff. so mm -hmm. yeah they won't become your person to go uh, uh oh never you know? yeah okay okay yeah okay. Mm -hmm. all right so uh 
based on what you're saying, uh, would you say uh, that you are a person who prefers having like uh, one best friend over like a few besties? Or like, mm-hmm. do you, would you prefer like having like a few best friends uh, over having only 1% uh, uh, in your life to be regarded as your best friend? It's the matter of the best friend or like a, a best friend. So which one would you go for? I'm the person who likes a best friend, okay. meaning this one. Yeah, so I feel like for me to actually, so I think in my head, there's a hierarchy. So mm. meaning like, for example, actually I think I told Suki about this. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so it's very hard for me to um, put someone into my category of being a best friend. So yeah. um, I think until now, right, I would say that, um, how to say like, I really just prefer just one really, really good friend over several okay, okay friends, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if you get what I mean, yeah. Yep. I, I think it's like, in my head, the hierarchy goes like, okay, you can be my very, very close friends, but still not be my best friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I think, like, the 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 difference that I'm, that I put for myself in regards to this is that um, if this person, I can really vibe, like, we don't have to be the same, meaning that we our personality can be totally different. But then I think the respect in friendship is really important. If I'm able to respect your boundaries and you are able to respect mm-hmm. mine, mm-hmm. and we can actually understand what we are trying to get across, like our our difference in personality, but then how we are doing things uh, like can impact this world differently as well. I think as long as both of us um, respect each other's view then I feel like okay then you are in my best friend category Mm. which is very rare because I feel like there are a lot of people that they say that they can actually like respect each other's differences but then low-key they will actually try to say something that actually they want to try to come and change your Mm. your mindset I would say like they would be like oh yeah I understand but then um you know this is how I think like they are kind of like subtly hinting you that hmm have you considered like this this <laughs> opinion you know like I I'm open to listening to your opinion but I hope that you don't put your opinion onto me mm-hmm. for me to change so I think yeah one good good best friend will be enough <laughs> okay all right all yeah right. but you're still open to have like a uh, like a few around that that respect you. oh yeah Right. Of course, yeah. Because because I, I ran this uh, survey uh, recently, probably you noticed uh, on my Instagram, on, on a best friend like a, a, and the best friend. And it was mm-hmm. actually half and half, you know, like 50-50. Some said like they, mm-hmm. they only want, you know, like one best friend and the rest were like, uh, like a few people is, is better mm-hmm. than having one. Uh, it's mm-hmm. interesting that for you, it's like a matter of respect and the way you define respect is like I mean aside from the boundaries and all is a matter of acceptance if I if I put it properly you know because mm-hmm. when you say uh you you want them to be okay with who you are I mean they can they can of course you can sit around your friends you know and, and talk about anything and everything proposing different ideas like I have this mindset I share it with you mm-hmm. uh but the fact that they accept you for the person that you are not trying mm-hmm. to change you I mean if you want to change you change yourself you know like yeah. why, why would I like force it on you or like and even encourage it you know if, if you if that's not on your agenda 
So, mm -hmm. so yeah, uh, it seems like probably that respect to you like translates as acceptance in a way, but like what more than that? Like, like aside from acceptance and like boundaries, do you have anything? Because, because respect can be taken very subjectively, like as to yep. what it means, you know? So when you mm -hmm. say respect so far, I've taken boundaries and, and also uh, the fact that you want to be accepted the way you are, but like, do you have like any other things when, when, when you say respect? I think this, re this term, like respect is really an umbrella term. Like you said, like, mm -hmm. like under this term, there's like boundaries, mm -hmm. there's like acceptance and everything. But I would say that um, these two are the most significant thing that mm. I look forward to. Yeah, I don't think... I think my, my, my idea of respect is really just the both of this. Because like you said, um, like um, if I want to change, I will change myself. But then um, when it comes to this, this is something that I feel like me and Suki, if I can actually, you know, just <laughs> highlight her. Yeah, just bring her in. Yeah, I feel like actually both of us, we have always said that we are on total different extremes. We are very different people. Yeah. Yeah. And, but the beauty of our friendship is that we can share opinions with each other. And uh, when it comes to sharing opinions, right, we, we don't, we, we are just saying it in terms of ourselves, but we don't have this expectation that the other person will change for mm -hmm. us and everything. But mm -hmm. because of this respect that I can see, there are some times that I feel like, hmm, actually, your opinion, actually, I feel like it's better. So I would take that, I will take that and then change, mm. um, like slowly change into what you think, like I think that your idea works better. So, I will change into that without you actually having mm. me to change change in that way. So mm. I feel like that's really the beauty of our friendship. Until today, right? I don't think I've actually met someone like Suki yet. Because like, okay, even though I have like a lot of friends, like new friends right now that I really treasure a lot, the way we communicate or the way our friendship is developing, they are nice. They are, it's a very good friendship as well. But it's nothing the same as Suki, because I feel like Suki and I, we are on really very different side of the extreme. So maybe like that's the reason why like I could really, I really, really treasure my friendship with Suki. But the people that I meet here right now, maybe we are not that different. Mm -hmm. As in we are different, but mm -hmm. not as different as I am with Suki. So mm -hmm. I don't get to see the 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 same beauty. I would say the beauty, the beauty level is the same, but of different kind. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, for other people, I feel like um, there are some people that I met here right now. It's like I think the beauty of our friendship right now is that they really encourage growth. Like, I I think it's really important to to how to say um, be happy for someone else. Like, be genuinely happy for someone else because I feel like there are many a times because we are probably gonna be like doing the same course or like we are go going to be graduating the same year and we are maybe from almost the same place. We, we all come from Malaysia. So there's always this expectation that, uh, you know, like we are competing with each other, with, with each other but that's not really the case. Like I don't feel it this, this way, but I feel like people who encourage growth, like that's really a beauty in itself. So yeah. Definitely, definitely. I, I really get your point on, you know, when you're on two extreme ends, uh, 
of a of a spectrum uh mm -hmm. just because you know like you have invested more understanding both of you i mean in it you know you have invested more effort to find out about the other person's opinion and, and yep. accept it the way it is, even though it's difficult. You know, sometimes yep. we can have opinions that like, like a clash of interest can be like very intense when you're two totally different people, you know? Mm -hmm. But the fact that I don't know for what reason, it has happened for me as well, just the way you say it, you know, and Suki is mm -hmm. one of those people as well, you know, in, <laughs> in my circle of friends, you know, that yep. we are so different but then somehow, for some reason, we are just okay with it, you yeah. know. And it and it and it's really weird to me because because uh, I can be different, uh, you know, from uh, one other person as well, but still don't feel the same. I mean, we are so different. But if he or she does it, then I'm like, why? But then if other people like like some, let, let's say like we, we brought in Suki, I hope uh, she doesn't mind we're, we're talking about her so much in here. Yeah. But, but, but like if it happens, you know, with Suki and if, he, if she shares uh, that particular opinion, I'm just like, fine. And I'm like, why is it fine in this friendship, but not in others? You know, mm -hmm. I'm still very understanding in my other friendships, very open, very accepting. Mm -hmm. But I don't know, probably one reason is the amount of drama that different people bring into your life. You know, like mm -hmm. we never had uh, that issue with Suki, probably, you know, like she, she never brought, you know, drama into our lives, you know. Uh, but then like probably we have had other friends whom we are so different from, uh, you know, we could be still accepting and understanding. But the fact that the friendship hasn't been as peaceful as we accepted it, expected it to be, then probably we don't want to give it that much of a bonus. Do you think like mm -hmm. that's something we can agree on here? I totally agree. <laughs> I totally agree. I, I feel like I really miss the time I had in help. I actually told all my friends here that I really miss my time in help, especially the friendship that I developed in help. I don't have many friends in help, actually. Mm. Yeah, because like, my terms of considering you a friend is very different from maybe a lot of people. Their definition of friends and my definition of friends are very might could be very different. So yeah. I would say that I don't really have many people that I consider friends, but mm. everyone that I consider friends, they are very, very, very good friends. Mm. Like I really miss the time when I was in help because I feel like these friendships, how can you find it? There's no drama. Well, when I came here, I'm like, the reality starts kicking in. So when I was in help, I was literally living in a fairy tale, I tell you. Like, sweet, sweet fairy tale. Maybe yeah. you didn't attract drama to yourself, Melinda, because because th there were a lot of dramas going on in help as well. But like, you were safe, you know, you were not included into dramas here. Maybe, maybe that's the beauty of not wanting to approach people first. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I feel like there's there's a there, sh there can be a balance if you want to make the effort exactly. to, to bring that balance. So mm -hmm. I feel like as long as you're not the like drama drama is everywhere. Even if yeah. you don't want to create drama, drama will find you. I, I would mm -hmm. really say so. And so I feel like as long as you know how to rationally like process this whole entire situation and not create more drama and you let people who created the drama solve their own drama 
and you just stand on the side. And if they actually need your help, you can provide some, but don't involve yourself too much in that trouble because I feel like sometimes due to this relationship that you have with multiple, multiple people in that drama, I feel like it will just crash this whole entire friendship thing. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's better to let them solve their own drama and be a neutral person for both of them. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like most of the times we want to help, but then instead of actually helping, because we are biased towards one of yep. the sides. But I mean, like most of the times you know which side is actually correct. Yes. Like, like, like politically correct per se. <laughs> but I feel like being neutral will be the best standpoint because then you will actually open up another perspective for both of them to see that hey, mm-hmm. actually you can just step back and then see it from a different perspective. You don't have to be always right or wrong. There can always be a gray area. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think, uh, I think, yeah, yeah, continue. No, no, yeah. I, I was, uh, just to say, I totally agree with that point, mm-hmm. you, you know, from experience, yeah. you, you, you know, because, because. My, my health friend, <laughs> I love you. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're amazing, seriously. Like, I, I have yeah. I've had my best friend of life so far uh mm-hmm. you know at help and i'm still making some like with juniors that that came after you when you know like i i'm still like making new friends uh mm-hmm. but the point that you you made about staying neutral even though you know that like a side of the story has probably more right or you know mm-hmm. like or like they are making more sense but mm-hmm. then the, the fact that you can't really choose, you, you know, you shouldn't be placed in a situation that it's either this or that, you know, mm-hmm. and you shouldn't give your friends, this is my opinion, you shouldn't give your friends this impression that if I'm with you, I'm not going to be with others, or like if I'm others, yeah. or nobody should expect that from you, you know, because I, I think for, from their friendships get complicated, because we, we kind of develop a sense of ownership, uh, you know, upon, upon people, like, okay, if you're mine, then you're not allowed to, to mingle around with this person. Like, like I was friend with both of you before you even mm-hmm. got together, you know? So, uh, yeah. you know, this complication between the two of you shouldn't be the reason that, that I might choose this side or that side, even though, as you say, again, we know that one side is actually making sense over the other. That's probably the reason why I, I feel like not always truth matter you know sometimes it's the practicality of the situation that matters <laughs> you know not yep. the truth because we know who's in fault but like does it help really if i if i go out and say okay you're wrong and you're right does it help it doesn't you know so neutral yeah it is the way okay <laughs> <laughs> okay yep. okay uh, the the line that you drew uh getting back to the idea of uh uh, the best friend, a best friend. Uh, there was a line that 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 you drew between close friend and like a best friend, uh, mm-hmm. and you already like uh, explained who who can potentially be a best friend to you. But like, how how do you differentiate between like a really really close friend, as you said, because they can be really really close to you, but yet not the best friend or like a mm-hmm. best friend to you. So like. Yeah. What's the difference between a very, very close friend and a best friend to you? Hmm. Okay. Let's just put it this way. Okay. Let, let's put it into three categories. Friends, yeah. close friends, and best friends. Mm-hmm. So for friends, um, it's just like anyone that I consider to... Like I, I really... I, I invest time and effort in knowing you as well. But then 
we don't really share that connection of like, we don't really share that very deep connection. It's just like the, it's not high by, but it's more like we speak about, like we, we touch on a topic. Like, you know, this, this is the topic. This is the surface. This is the depth, the very deep level. Mm-hmm. We will go about like 20% for like 10 seconds and then we'll move up. Like, I feel like some people, they are really, really nice people to hang out with. Mm-hmm. but they don't like to go into deep stuff. I consider them as friends because mm-hmm. I feel like I can talk to you very nicely. I can work with you very nicely. It's just that we don't share that very deep connection, but mm-hmm. we are good friends. Like, we are friends. So mm-hmm. this is the friend category. For close friends, it will be friends, but then we do share a deep connection. But then there is always this boundary Maybe it's just to protect myself that mm. I don't really share that very vulnerable side with this person. So this will be, a, a, a close friend will be a person that shares this deep connection. But when you dive to the deepest level, there's a gate that you might not be able to open, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then after that, the best friend is just all out, man. <laughs> like you can, you, you have the key to my heart mm. if that, mm. that that actually makes sense like you you will be able to you sh- we share a very deep connection and i'm able to pour out anything and everything that i have that i want to tell you i i'm very open and comfortable to telling you as well mm-hmm. so i think that's my three different stages or like i don't okay. know like hierarchy classes in my head mm-hmm. yeah that's, that's but but they mm-hmm. they are not always um mutually exclusive sometimes okay. it's it, it, this person can jump from my best friend to my very close friend and then back oh, to my best friend like okay it, it, it can i think it's like you going through different stages of life then you will see this thing differently as well at, at least for me yeah so i mean now that you mentioned i i didn't want to go there i didn't know it would come up but 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 now that you said it how do they kind of like drop from this level or like rise from this level like what 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 are those red flags, you know, that, that, you know, this thing happens and you feel like, okay, probably I don't want to like continue investing as much trust as, as I used to. I mean, they can still be your friends, as you say, mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm. but on a, uh, on not as high a level as, as before. Like, mm, I would say like, maybe because I, I mean, like people do, do change like mm-hmm. in every stage of their life every second I would even say so I think like some people sometimes when I actually do share a particular topic that might be a bit controversial in mm-hmm. in their sense like maybe they are not very comfortable talking mm-hmm. about this and then after that uh, I try to like kind of like wash it off like not wanting to make them uncomfortable then I will not discuss about this topic but they actually do want to know this topic just for the fun of it, I guess. I don't yeah. know. And then after that, I'll be like, okay, are you sure you want to know? And then they'll be like, yeah, I want to know. And then when I tell it to them, they feel they feel very bothered by it. But that's the main reason I didn't want to share it with you. Like, didn't mm-hmm. want to discuss it with you in the first hand. And then after you feel bothered, instead of me trying to just pour my feelings out and everything, like, I, I don't actually most of the time we don't actually need help we know how we want to solve this thing we just need someone to be there to like listen so that we don't get lost in our own train of thoughts so Mm -hmm. i think like 
when I tell it to them and then they feel burdened, then I have to be the one that come and console them. <laughs> then I'll be like, hmm, this is okay. interesting. So I feel like I pick and choose. I think like people who are in my best friend list rarely goes, rarely, rarely goes down. I, feel, mm. I would say that actually none of them, none of them actually, they, they, they will always go from like friend to close friend, close friend to friend. But, from close friend, if they ever make it to the best friend level, mm. it will never drop down. That's what I think. Like, I would say 99% of the time, it has never happened, but 99% of the time, it will not happen. I would say mm. so. So, yeah. People who are in my best friend list is still in my best friend list. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I think because you, you, you've raised the bar quite high, you know. Very high. Yeah. <laughs> very, very high. It's really yeah. difficult because... Even if they want to jump from that that the double, they can't because it's like too high. They might die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go to yeah. the other level, so they might they might want to stay. That that's really uh, interesting because uh, I mean that's valuable in a way that you don't want to just title anybody that because uh, I don't know when when I when I title somebody like a best friend, it comes with a a lot of responsibility it comes with certain yep. expectations uh you know that you don't want to put on every single person's shoulder and that's true you know and they have to be ready for it you, you know sometimes mm-hmm. in the beginning of a friendship as you say you're not that close they're not ready for that kind of expectation but like you you walk through this friendship together and if you feel like you're walking faster than the other person or like they can't keep up sometimes you can't keep up well, that's a sign that you may want to like keep it as what it is, you know, like uh, mm-hmm. you know, don't go further. Uh, but the fact that you're so uh, sensitive on like who to call, who to label, you know, like your best friend. I mean, mm-hmm. that's that's admirable because I mean, it, it really shows that you you kind of go through this rigorous evaluation before, before, you know, like open the gates. <laughs> yeah. I, I think for me, I don't label them. I'll be like, no, you're my best friend. Oh no, you're not my best friend. You're just my close friend. I don't say that explicitly, Yeah, yeah definitely. but it's just in my head. Mm-hmm. There's this category. I mean, that category will only, um, how do I say, will only be obvious when I actually do have something that I really want to share but I don't feel comfortable sharing with anyone, mm-hmm. including maybe even my parents, yeah. then that best friend would be a potential person that I would want to share with, mm-hmm. something like that. Like, that's the only time that it would it would make it obvious. People be like, oh, so how come you tell that person but you don't tell me? Then I'm like, in my heart, I'll be like, why do you expect me to tell you? <laughs> like, why? But... Yeah, it's it's just a hierarchy in my head, but mm-hmm. it's not it's not a it's not a like I said it's not a yes or a no kind of thing. It's okay. really in that gray area where, uh, when it comes to times of like vulnerability, then you will you will see the importance of this. I would say. Mm-hmm. When when you talk about this hierarchy, there are three things that, like piercing you know, my mind, uh, it's like mm-hmm. transparency, authenticity, and genuineness. So yeah. would you say, would you say you, these three qualities, the level of these three qualities change based on the hierarchy, uh, you know, that you place your friends in, in your mind? Let's say like, is it, would it be correct to say that you are more genuine or like more transparent with a person 
that's your best friend than a person who is just a friend. And by that, to clarify my question, when I say uh, more transparent, it doesn't mean that it has nothing to do with what you share because you say you're, you're easier to share those deep stuff with your best friend. I mean, that's a different mm -hmm. thing from being transparent, you know, like mm -hmm. that's just, you know, your preference of sharing certain stuff with certain people. But would mm -hmm. you say your transparency and uh, genuineness and authenticity in friendship would also be affected by the uh, this mental hierarchy that you have on friends? I feel like authenticity and genuineness will remain the mm -hmm. same, but maybe transparency will change according mm -hmm. to that, that hierarchy level, depending mm -hmm. on who, who that person, where that person stands in my hierarchy. But I feel like authenticity and genuineness will probably remain the same. But I think the thing that, if I, I, if I could add, would be um, the level that I would go for this person. Mm -hmm. Like how much would I actually like how how much how far can I go for this person as 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 the like the higher you go in my hierarchy I can do anything I would die for you no, <laughs> something like that you know it's like you will go very very far like you will do anything for this person I would say yeah but if you are just like a a friend sure like if we need a lift to the hospital I would definitely do so mm -hmm. I will do anything in my in my capability but for for best friends i would say that even if in not in my capability i will still find all the resources mm. to come and help you like that kind of thing i never yeah. knew we had so much in common melinda before this because <laughs> because whatever you're sharing you know <laughs> yeah. you know i i can relate on a very deep level you know like your ideas your experiences I mean, mm -hmm. I mean, the difference I would say is the fact that probably I wouldn't go through as a, a sensitive evaluation as, as you go. Uh, and for me, I just, I saw very spontaneously, like I see this person and I'm like, okay, we're going to go, we're going to, we're going to be friends. Definitely. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, like it happened since first semester, you know, I saw mm -hmm. this particular guy or girl and I was like, yeah they can be my friends and right now they are <laughs> you know that's how it goes so I, I don't really like like put a lot of uh, considerations and by them being my friends I mean like my best friends you know it's not that mm -hmm. for me because for me it's like all or none kind of thing uh yeah. if you're just like a simple friend I would still love you uh, mm -hmm. you know I would still as you say if you need anything I would help but then come on now it's it's nothing the same you you know uh when, when yeah. you have that and this and you compare the two it's just like so different mm -hmm. so yeah it's just my level of risk you know i really take risk i, I don't really wait or, or like uh evaluate or you know as long as i feel that person can trust me and i can trust them it just starts from there and and i really don't the limited to anything i'm like if it's growing let it grow as much as it wants mm -hmm. to grow so yep. I, I don't have that many like uh low level friends if they are my friends they are up there you, you, okay you know? i get and what if, you mean if they are low i'm like okay stay there like, <laughs> <you know? laughs> i get what you mean yeah but the rest of what you're saying is like so relatable uh uh you know the fact that you you will to sacrifice 
even your stuff, you know, like, okay, I have this thing going on for myself, but then something comes up, you know, and I need to like be with that friend at the moment. I would go, I don't think of myself in that moment at all. You know, I'm I'm like, I'm like, who am I without that person? I asked that question to myself, like a lot of times I'm like, who are you if like, he's not there, if she's not there. So at some certain level, you know, they kind of like, they they become that big part of you that you can't ignore. You're like, if I do, if, if that person get, get, uh, harmed it's as if I'm getting harmed you know it's just just the same That's thing true. and sometimes yeah. it's more intense as, as you said in the beginning you know like if they go through like a, a trouble you you sense it even more intense than they do uh, you know uh, at some point mm-hmm. so I really relate to those things you know like the depth of the friendship that you're willing to go is so relatable to what I experience mm-hmm. glad to know that <laughs> we are on the same page <laughs> yeah <laughs> I could never expect that. Uh, I mean, like, it seems like we can talk for hours and hours because, like, so far you've you've shared like really thrilling, interesting, exciting points. Uh, but then we might wanna like uh, uh, keep it within uh, what we agreed on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, what else? I'm trying to prioritize at at, at this point. <laughs> you know? uh, yeah. Okay, let me let me like just leave it to you. Uh, if if you were to let's say we have another ten minutes to to wrap up things, and mm-hmm. if you had anything uh, on your mind uh, about friendship, any experience, any memory that kind of like stuck with you, I'm not pointing at positive, happy. It I'm like trying to be neutral. So anything yep. that stood out, you know, in your experience of friendship or things that you learned and changed your worldview kind of thing along the way, uh, you might mm-hmm. want to like share on those things for what's remaining of our time. Okay. I think this is something, I, I think maybe, um, maybe I will share on why my perspective on friendship came to how it is now. Oh, sure. I think it would, it would be more like, um, so I feel like, uh, like in the beginning, I did mention about like, um, you know, uh, being genuinely happy for where that person has become, where that best friend or where that friend has actually developed into. Like, for example, now, Suki and you are doing really, really well. And all I can say is that I'm nothing but, like, really, really happy for you guys. Like, I'm like, wow, you guys just shining my ha- my eyes. <laughs> like that, you know, like something like that. But there's no, there's not at a point of time that I will be like, Oh, like why am I not like this like why are you guys mm. doing better than me it's never that in that end you know mm. but I feel like the reason why my perspective and why I really treasure being generally happy for other people like why why do I keep on like emphasizing on this point is because at one point of my life I had this friend of a very very long time so she was my best friend for a very very long time because we knew each other for almost 10 years I would say and this friendship just broke into pieces I would say like shattered into dust because of jealousy Mm. it it was really just the matter of not being able to be genuinely happy for other people it would be like oh um why are you getting this but why am I not getting this like they 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 question a lot and because of that 
they tried to like create drama to like you know bring you down i would say mm-hmm. because they they cannot see they cannot be proud of where you are where you have become like who you've become today so i feel like the reason probably why i have such high uh, bars for who i consider best friends now is because my one of my friendships very long time ago that i think now i i find it such a waste because like 10 years worth of friendship why why would it go to waste just because of jealousy you know so i feel like that's probably why the standard is freaking uh. high right now <laughs> yeah i would say i would say so like it's really mm. because of that one experience mm-hmm. so yeah Hmm. It's it it must have been quite a uh, upsetting situation because as you say like ten years of of investment and like all of a sudden it's nothing out of something that not worth it yeah you know like come on you know I don't know what to say because because that's really because when you when you put that title on someone like like my friend. Because it's different from siblings, from family. I mean, not to degrade uh, the, the family structure. Family is still probably by far the most valuable uh, you know, thing to me, myself as well. But with friends, uh, nobody put the gun to your head, you, you know, like, uh, be my friend, be my friend. It doesn't happen like yeah. that, you know? Yeah. And you, you don't come to this world determined uh, to be friend of somebody, you know? Like, you make effort. You see, like mm-hmm. whether you share interest, you know whether you can work something, uh, you know together, and then mm-hmm. you decide out of free will, you know, like nobody forces you. You just okay, we can we can do things together. We like this thing about each other, you know. We are enjoying mm-hmm. each other's presence. That's probably the the utmost important in friendship. And then you decide, okay, let's be friends, uh, and. and all those agreements, you, you know, all those, um, I don't know, freedom in, in choosing this particular person would, would go to, to waste just because, you know, uh, some, somebody along the way decided or like thought that, I don't know, like, like you say, like jealous of, they, they couldn't be happy for who you are, you know, or like or what you're achieving. Yeah. And, and that shouldn't really be a part of, uh, for myself, I'm speaking like very personally right now. Because, uh, mm-hmm. again, I say like, like nobody forced us to be friends, you know, and we agreed on like a few things and then became friends and called each other friends. How big is that? You, you know, like mm-hmm. it's not that it's so easy to trust people, you know, whoever comes, you know, we call them friends. So, mm-hmm. well, yeah, I, I'm sorry that it had to be that way for you, you know uh but, okay. also, but also very we grow glad. because of that <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly yeah. i mean as long as you can learn from something uh uh dramatic that happened then you kind of like are you kind of like become happy that 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 particular incident came to a core because otherwise you wouldn't have uh, you know raised the bar as you say so high you know and yeah it would have been just open to whoever like uh, come in come in <laughs> you know mm-hmm. and it might have hurt you like <laughs> in a worse way so happy for you uh you know uh for that good good uh that's good 
Yeah, it's it's never enough, Melinda. I feel like we should talk again, uh, but just we should definitely because <laughs> because there are like so many other things that I wanted to uh, uh, to talk about. But like, let's let's keep it as that for for today. Thank you mm -hmm. very much for your time, no your insights. It really was a great uh, treat, I would say. To thank you so much for having me. Oh. Really, I really enjoyed the talk. I I think it's really rare to have this kind of like really deep conversation on one topic because mm -hmm. that's something that I really liked and even for my um my current like student association that I am mm -hmm. with I actually always wanted to suggest something like you know kind of like a tabletop kind of discussion where mm -hmm. we just sit down just choose a random topic and just share your opinions about a, a random topic it can be mm -hmm. friendship whatever money or whatever it can be anything I, I really enjoy this kind of talk. So really, thank you so much for having me. And oh, especially friendship. This is such a beautiful topic. It's it's a very, for me, I think it's a very, it, it can be a very natural topic to talk about because me and you, we are friends as well. So it's yep. just how we view this kind of like friendships and everything. But for people like both of us, I would say, or, or at least I assume it's, friendship is a lot more, a lot more deep and a lot more, you know, like up there, yeah. like something that you can't explain actually, you know, it's, like we can explain like how we view it, but even the way we actually say it, it's not entirely the same as actually mm. how we view it. It's like we, we we say that we view it like this, right? But how we view it is like like this. Yeah, you know? exactly. Like yeah, it's 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 hard to actually really like describe exactly how we feel about friendship. But thank you so much for having me. I'm like, so glad that somebody understands that now, you know, like because <laughs> <laughs> okay. yeah. it's difficult to explain that to people when I say it's just up there, okay? Like I can't really put it into words what it exactly. means. Uh, but I'm so glad that that you can relate to me on on that. Thanks very much <laughs> again for your time. No worries. Thank you so much. Yeah, hope to see you again. Thank you. All right. See you.